Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Most of Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence. Thank you for tuning in. In today's episode, we are back in the theater uh, with a new release in the horror category. Uh, first movie of the new year uh, in the theaters. Uh, and last year was a pretty good year for horror. And I'm looking at the release schedule and it looks like it might be another solid year. Uh, now, this one is called Night Swim that is based on some sort of short that came out a few years ago. I haven't seen it, so I'm going into this one pretty blind. I, I do need to get my first rant of the year out of the way, though. What is the deal with all these PG-13 horror movies lately? Now, PG-13 horror is fine when it's done correctly, but most of the time it's lacking. I mean, I get it. If it's that hard or it limits the audience and the preteens may not be able to see it. And reaching that larger audience, they're thinking big picture, has the potential to make them more money. But as a lover of all things horror, I can tell you it has the opposite effect. I look at the much bigger picture. Some material calls for that hard R. Clearly, some material you just can't make it at PG-13. So when it's made for the TV scares and it has like the sanitized violence or the camera cuts away and all of that, it could turn off the whole audience and lead to poor reviews. Poor reviews lead to the huge drop off after that opening weekend. So even if it's profitable, no one wants to see a sequel. And creating a franchise is where the real money is at. So while you might not make as much money as up front, whereas one movie, you might make one movie and it makes a few million profit, you could make and, you know, you do the PG-13 thing and it makes, you know, 10, 20 million profit. If you do the hard R and you make five or six other movies behind that one, but the other people only got the one movie, way more profitable. That's the way I'm looking at it. Like the Saw franchise, for example, the quality is all over the place. It's a mixed bag, but they always deliver on exactly what you came for. Creative traps and graphic violence. That's what we want to see. So the stories, yeah, we appreciate the stories and the twists and all that stuff, but we have to have that in the movie. So had they tried to sanitize that down to a PG-13, they would not be on number 11 today. Anyway, let's see if this falls into the good category. So what is this one about? Ray, a major league baseball player, is forced to retire due to some sort of uh, degenerative illness. You know, he's moving with his wife and two children, and his condition is getting worse, and he has advised that pool therapy could help. So they purchase a home that has been on the market for a very long time. It needs a little work, but it does have a pool in the backyard. So they fix it up, you know, and they fix up the pool, and everyone's enjoying it. But strange things start happening. And you know what? Actually, that's where I'm going to stop, because from there they find out there's more to this pool than meets the eye, and they need to figure out what's going on before it's too late. So what did the pros think? Well, they came in at a very unimpressed 26% on 86 reviews on a riding scale, and I saw this as an early preview, so there was no uh, audience score. But what did I think? Well, let me start with the positives. There was actually a decent setup with some character development. You know, there's the father dealing with the reality he may never play pro ball again. The oldest daughter who has no trouble fitting in and, you know, making friends. But his son is the opposite and has 
uh, all this trouble, you know, he's, you know, kind of awkward and he's living his father's shadow with, you know, his father being this, you know, baseball star and all. And he doesn't have those same type of athletic skills. And the wife who's now, you know, working like a regular nine to five and trying to make the best of the situation. It actually has the makings of a pretty decent family drama. And that's where my negatives start. This was marketed as a horror thriller. Uh, there's nothing scary about this. And it's not because I have a high tolerance for horror. I really mean this is not scary at all. Usually, at least, a PG-13 horror, it defaults to, you know, a bunch of jump scares. And, you know, that's fine. I mean, I call them startle scares. If you're new here, you're just startled. You're not really scared. You know, they get quiet or they play a loud noise and you jump because you're startled. It's not scary. But anyway, they only had a couple of those. They don't really start the investigation of what's happening until, like, the last 30 minutes. And that felt kind of slapped together. Exploring the lore of the pool and what happens to the people and, you know, establishing the rules and all of that could have helped, but they didn't even bother. Again, I didn't see the short this was based on, but clearly no one fleshed out the rest of the story beyond that. They maybe attempted to scare you for like 10 minutes out of the over 90 minute runtime. Now, that's completely unacceptable, and I'm not going to waste any more of your time on this. No, I didn't enjoy this, and I agree with the critics and give this a 25% on the rotten scale. Uh, a perfect example of a cash grab, uh, you take a popular scary short, and you just pad it out to make it into a full-length movie with no ambition to do more than that. I mean, this has been done a, a lot of times where they'll take uh, a popular... Uh, uh, creepy pasta, or you know, like I said, this is in this case is a short or short story, and they'll just take that little bit of material and say, you know what, let's just add a little bit of this, and then we'll just keep whatever that uh, short story material was. If you're gonna make it into a full length movie, you gotta either add to the lore or add something else to you know make it worth that 90 minute investment, and they did none of that, and. I mean, at least, like I said, at least they could have gave us some jump scares or something. This just was not it. <laughs> I mean, it was a, literally, it was just a family drama for an hour and 15 minutes. And then the last 20 minutes, they said, oh, yeah, this is supposed to be a horror movie. And then they just threw some stuff in there. So, yeah, please. I hope this is an indication of how horror is going to go this year. Um so don't waste your money on this, please. Don't go see this at full price. Even if you're curious, wait until you can red box it or stream it. I'm, I'm telling you, do not go see this at full price. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to close it out right here. If this is your first time, don't make it your last. This has been a Pod Bean production, mostly low-budget movie reviews with Clarence. Thank you for support. I appreciate it. I thank you for tuning in every weekend and i will uh, be doing some more movies this weekend i have like i said some things locked and loaded and don't forget i do have the tiktok up and running i've got a bunch of videos up over there already and there are movies over there that i don't have over here so definitely go and check that out low budget movie reviews is what the name of it is and yeah thank you again i love you guys and i will talk to you next time peace